0: Think about what you trying to do to me, Richard, think. What's your week and what's your fleek? <laughs> that was
1: good. That is good. I, I you applaud go on, like, you, madam.
0: I uh, Thank you. I, uh, I feel like I have to sing because we're talking about female musicians, biopics for this episode. Like, I better sing. What am I going to sing? I'm just like a bolt of lightning. Aretha, can you get any better than that? <clears throat> we're about to debate that, actually. With mm. these four films, including in no particular order, Judy. Respect. Oh, wait, Judy with Judy Garland. Respect for Aretha Franklin. I wanna dance with somebody for Whitney Houston and Selena for Selena. <laughs>
1: Thank goodness you said that one. I was gonna wonder the whole time what's this about? What's your lesson? <laughs> I, don't, I don't
0: know. So she, just has, she has the one name, like, you know, Madonna, so, or Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know.
1: They haven't come out with movies yet, so we don't have to look at those. <laughs> All right.
0: All right, so, so,
1: Week in Fleek, what's your week? My week is, I want to dance with somebody.
0: Oh, I want to dance with somebody. That is also my week. It is. Let, before
1: we criticize the movie itself, can we say that that is the worst fitting title for this film?
0: I, I would collab if it wasn't going to be harsh in the microphone. That is the dumbest. I cannot think of a film that has a worse title. Why? Except for, except for "Live Die Repeat" and "Edge of Tomorrow," <laughs> uh, you know, being like, "Wait, what?" But I mean, truly, I want to dance with somebody. You, you, you could have said, "I will always love you." Right. You Hello? could have said
1: Whitney. Whitney. You could have said Whitney Houston. You could have said that lady who sings, I even will just, always love you. Even
0: just Houston. Right. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. I want to dance with somebody has a horrible title. Then I I I have like like these rabbit holes I go down in my own mind. I've never thought to or given time to look at it. Um, but is is there another movie that already has that title? Is that why they decided to go this route? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I I would I would be curious to have been a fly in the wall on that workshopping of the name and then That's just being idea. like throwing up their names, the the their hands in desperation to say, Well, I guess we gotta go with that.
0: I mean, is it is it referencing the fact that I mean she's looking for a partner through a lot of the film? I mean, we do go through some different people there. I mean, is that it? But I mean that's that's so trivializing a woman who's so complex and deeply hey, admired man. and best known for "I will always love you."
1: Absolutely.
0: Hello. So okay. So all right. So the the title is horrible. It's trash. Yes. How's <laughs> the rest of the film?
1: <laughs> also, not much better. <laughs> um, I did not like this film. Um, let me go ahead and say the the good. So the good part of this film is Stanley Tucci, who is a great actor and yeah. Naomi Aki also seems very game to, to do this. However, as much as I love Stanley Tucci, here's, here's what I felt like I was being subjected to. I felt like Clive Davis, who is a producer, Mm -hmm. on this uh, particular project really wanted to come off very good in this movie and so i felt like clive made no mistakes in his entire interaction with whitney houston (laughs) was always saying the right thing was portrayed by a handsome and talented actor was always uh pushing for the right, mu- you know, he and Whitney never disagreed on on the song she should sing. It was always like, oh yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Whitney. Oh yeah, yeah, this is great. <laughs> oh, and then Whitney, you should get help. He's the one who's getting her help. Like, I felt like I was watching Clive Davis is awesome with Whitney Houston. Um, and I did not like that feeling. Um, I felt like the script was awful. Yeah, it was awful. Um, I felt like there was, um, a whole lot of ham, a whole lot of cliche, mm. a whole lot of flat,
0: a whole lot of fourth wall breaking. Uh,
1: just a lot of, like you said, winks to the camera of, oh mm-hmm. yeah. And let me tell you, probably the most unsettling moment for me was the three seconds of Kevin Costner on the screen. There's a moment where she agrees that she's going to shoot the film the bodyguard and we see 3 seconds of Kevin Costner looking very handsome mind you sitting and doing nothing not speaking and then <laughs> it just transitions back to her and Kevin Costner's not in the scene and there's no actor who's playing Kevin Costner as opposed to everybody else in the movie who somebody else plays them uh <laughs> we just get 3 seconds of random Kevin Costner <laughs> And it's so clunky and awful.
0: <laughs> and it's you like,
1: why? Agree. Why did you do that? <laughs> I mean, and it makes him seem creepy. So I felt like I was watching Jack Ryan again. Um,
0: <laughs> That's what came into my brain.
1: <laughs> but like, it was so awful. He's
0: so, so creepy at so Jack Ryan.
1: The the cinematography is dull. The staging felt cheap. Um, it seems very full of both speculation and sanitization.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, mhm. Um that's wh- a that's a brilliant way to put it.
1: Where things are being cleaned up that I felt like would have been better to just be out there and be raw and real with and then things are being amped up because people think that that's going to be appealing. Um and it just it just does not work. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, why wouldn't I just watch a Whitney Houston documentary?
0: We've gotten those.
1: We've in gotten the past
0: those. Few years. There's like a good handful of them.
1: And why? Like, sorry, go ahead. Why wouldn't I just do that? I will say their choice to have her um, her voice be in there to lip sync was smart because her voice is irreplaceable um right. you know Naomi Aki, from what I understand, is a talented vocalist. But I, I would not have wanted to have tried to do what Whitney did if I was even if I was a great singer. Yeah, um, no. especially me because I am at like that baritone level, guys. And so <laughs> would,
0: that really would not. There's happen. a reason
1: they didn't cast me. Um,
0: right, I know. I know you were you had to get some counseling after. Yeah,
1: I was on the short list. Like that. Yeah. A movie this good, how could I have not been?
0: <laughs> Ouch. Ouch! Yeah,
1: this was this was terrible. This this was uh, yeah, it was bad.
0: So okay, so here's my couple things I'm going to add on to that because I agree with you all your points. So the the highlight of this film is the ending to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's not a bad. <laughs> I meant. I meant the performance at the end. Right. Where you've got the trio, the medley of the right. three songs that are like impossible to do by themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to put the three of those songs together to show you what an amazing vocalist she is. Right. And I feel like the, the focus of the film, if that is the focus to, to show you that she is the best singer that has ever lived. Right. Right then that needs to be your focus, dude. Because right. that's that's the best moment of the whole thing. And it's just Whitney being Whitney. And when right. she sings, when she sings m- music that's meant for her, she's incomparable. As you said, there's no there's nobody better. She's once in a, it's not even once in a lifetime. It's just once in a once. Aretha Franklin is the same thing to me. She's once in a once. It's yeah. not even like a generational. Th- it's a once in a once, and <clears throat> like don't go around singing her stuff, because 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 it's hers. Um. Anyway, so, uh, but I mean, like a medley, you put together songs that don't necessarily go together, but you put them together in some semi-coherent fashion for right. some kind of purpose, some kind of show probably, mm-hmm. um, to for some kind of purpose, and I feel like. The construction of this film was kind of like a medley. Definitely not as brilliantly composed as that medley. But it was like that. It was like, we we want you to see that she's broken. We want you to see that she has this lesbian relationship. We want you to see a relationship with Bobby Brown. We want you to see that she's addicted to drugs. We want you to see that she's an incomparable vocalist. So like, okay. The, because she's, again, she's deeply complex. Yes. And people are. And with a biopic, especially, um, hello, uh, our QR male biopic conversation we had last season and this one we're about to have with this one, people are complicated. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, you do want to get, you want to get the whole picture. Sure. Um, but, but you need some kind of through story in yes. your storytelling. There needs to be something that puts it all together and the only thing that puts this thing together is clunkiness. It's just like you said, it was it's clunky. And uh, yeah, that, that Kevin Costner thing was weird. And it comes back and back, too. And like that was a big deal for her. And obviously it's a big deal because of the song that was yielded. We oh, saw yeah. that We She can act and I will always love you. It's, her, it's it's her song. That's her. That's it for her. Um, But anyway, they, and again, it was dealing with deep issues but somehow they've, they managed to make deep issues come off really shallow.
1: Yeah. Was, I, and I think you brought up a, a great point, which is that a really good biopic is going to not encapsulate the entire individual, but it's going to take an element of that individual and thread it through the narrative. Um, And this did not do this this was scattershot it was all over the place
0: mm-hmm. yeah and I, i'm glad i saw it one time because i really admire whitney houston and i love her voice sure um and i want to see everything that's about her i want to watch all the you know documentaries and things of that nature um but of these four films it was decidedly the weakest so well this film
1: did not diminish my admiration for stanley tucci At all. Even though he's in a bad movie, I still love you, Stanley.
0: But his character was clunky too. So oh yeah. So bad.
1: (laughs) So bad. I if Stanley Tucci cannot deliver your dialogue well, that means you got a problem.
0: Right. All right. So we're gonna leave that one alone for a little bit. Let's maybe we'll pick it back up again. So what's your on fleek?
1: Um, my on fleek is
0: Judy. Awesome. And I went back and forth with this one and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, Just to be different, I'm going to say Selena. Mm. Just to be different. So there we go. All right. So why Judy? Um,
1: Renee Zellweger was so very good. Mm. I, I, I in general, am am not a huge fan of hers. I I don't dislike her, but she's not somebody who I, you know, am like ooh she's in that movie. Um, but she is so very good in this part. Um, she gets it all. She gets every shade of this complex woman, and she she shows them enough to make her seem like a whole complete individual even though we know we're not getting the whole picture even though we know we're not seeing everything we still feel like when we get to the end of this film that we know who she is Mm -hmm. that we have some insight as to her person and even if that's not true even if the person that Renee Zellweger was playing was not accurate to Judy Garland it's, the the portrayal was so good that you right. feel like you do
0: and it's still it's the best storytelling of the four films oh
1: yeah uh, structurally it was wise because it highlights one part of her life and then it flashes back to establish the reasons for and give sympathy for Judy and her experience it, it's you're you're absolutely right structurally very well done um it indicts the system that gave her the problems and then spit her out and left her to to die i mean right. let's be let's be real they they created her they forced her to become something and then they abandoned her
0: literally forced and when she
1: death. when she struggled
0: right
1: um so uh i like that it had that indicting aspect of it Mm -hmm. um the music was touching it was um
0: beautifully rendered
1: beautifully rendered and it was there as a part of the character rather than as a spectacle
0: right and when her sorry
1: go ahead um you go ahead
0: When, when when she was emotional delivering her delivering the songs Sometimes characters, when they're portraying somebody else, they get emotional, quote unquote, emotional. It's because they can't vocally deliver. Right. And Zellweger, that's not true. She could deliver those songs and she delivered them as Judy Garland. Yes. And the emotions were in service of the emotion of the piece, not because they're trying to fake you into thinking, you know, either that this is an emotional part or that, you know, this person is overcome because of the emotion of the song. No, 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 no. And really, it's really, it's like, you're not, you're not fooling me at all. I know you can't sing that. Right. Um, But anyway, she, that's yeah, she's well.
1: And she was also delivering it as somebody who was vocally compromised and playing it as somebody who had the knowledge to know how to get through the piece and make it sound good, Mm -hmm. but did not have the vocal ability that she once had. And that's a tricky thing to do, um, to sing well, but not perfectly. And to sing with emotion, not to cover things up, but because it's emotional, right? I mean, there's all kinds of nuance going on there. Absolutely. Um, great supporting cast. The people around her were, were great. It, it didn't feel schmaltzy. It didn't feel as fake as some of the other things that we've we've watched i wanted to answer somebody um (laughs) that you know it it felt raw and real and um the the touching moments of when she goes home with this um this gay couple that she just bumps into exiting uh the theater and just Mm -hmm. has these touching little moments with them when she's dealing with you know talking to her kids and and just all of these little vignettes and experiences that that get beautifully weaved into a portrait of a person who's trying to hold it together and is falling apart um, and how heartbreaking it is but how beautiful it is Um, you know And and it it made me as a person go man I don't think I can ever watch a Judy Garland movie again and not have it be colored by what I, what I, I guess I kind of sort of knew, but this really made me feel it.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So really good. 100%. You're right on the money. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking depiction, heartbreaking story, a great performance not that it matters um but just fyi she won all the things for this oh yeah she won an oscar she won a golden globe she won a bafta she won a sag she won a something else i can't remember critics choice she won all of the things
1: she probably got a nickelodeon in there somewhere (laughs) they slimed her for
0: it No, I
1: mean she de- she deserved the accolades for that. I mean absolutely it 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 was a vibrant and real performance. I I never I never saw Renee Zellweger. I saw Judy Garland.
0: Hmm. hmm. That's that's quite a compliment. And I I I for me, I'm gonna say I did see Renee Zellweger, but but in an impressive 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 Mm. state where she is balancing all these things and i i think about that often when i'm watching films what it takes to pull something like that off and i'm talking about film as a whole the spectacle and the storytelling and all of that stuff and then an actor's choices and blah 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 blah. and we already talked about the balance Mm. the nuance that she had going on dealing with judy garland and the complex person judy garland is but um but anyway, so for me, that was a pleasure to see her do that because um I feel like she kind of fallen into obscurity for a while. Yes. And when she came back with this, it was like just punch us all in the gut. Yep. Um, like, hey, remember me. Yes, absolutely. We we will remember you. This is this is stunning work. It's stunning work. Um, and I I mean, the number two spot for me, for her is um Chicago. So maybe she's just Maybe she needs the musical element to get her, whatever, her acting juice out there to its fullest extent. I don't know, but it's neither here nor there. It was amazing. And I, yeah. like I said, went back and forth with it, with Judy and Selena. So here's why I picked here's why I picked Selena. It's simply probably because of time. Because Selena came out with, was this? In 1997 or something like this. Really? Somewhere
1: what amazed me is how fast it came out after she passed
0: yes and like like people were still feeling the effects we're still reeling from the effects of her death and it came out and because of that it has this i guess again we'll say this again emotional shorthand um and every single time i watched this film i had the same response I cry every time the exact same spot. I fall in love with the husband with her. I love the two of them together. Um when Yolanda comes on the screen, every time she comes on the screen, I feel like bad evil villain vibes. Yeah. You know who she is, you know what she's going to do. Um I almost didn't pick this film because of her too because I felt her acting was clunky and took me out of the action a lot. Um however, the rest of it is so, um, so good and so moving that I'm willing to live with that and say that it's my it's my fleek because it always gives me me this reaction and I've been having it for however long, you know, right. it's been around. is is the same. It's the same always, always, always. And the, I feel like, um. The entire film carries the spirit of Selena. And J Lo does a great job playing Selena, but it's even beyond that. Just the film feels like Selena. Right. I did not know Selena personally. No. However, I feel like I feel like I know her. I feel like I know her. I feel like I, I, feel like I have a connection with her. Um, and it's beyond the storytelling. There's just something inherent about the the feeling. Mm-hmm. And this, 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 charm and this purity, and talent and uh, drive and determination, and you just—it's potent, it's palpable in the film. And
1: I, I found it interesting that her her family and her father, in particular, was the driving force behind getting this film made. And I, and I, when when I hear this, I genuinely believe it the the push was because they wanted her legacy to be cemented beyond her death. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah. just want her to be a tragedy. Right. They the wanted her died. to be an individual.
0: Right. Well, I, I mean, I think they accomplished her mission for sure. I and that's interesting so. that he he drove a good chunk of her life and then continues to do that because I mean, he he his wish was granted.
1: I do, I do have to, I do have to say, if I were to, it's not really a okay. So if you're the dad and you're you're wanting to pick someone to play you, you get Edward James Olmos, who is like Academy Award-winning actor, (laughs) you know, powerhouse, right? Most experienced, the most well-known actor in the entire film. Cause Jennifer Lopez at that point was not, uh, right. I mean, she was, she was out there, but she was not in his, uh, level of, of notoriety. Uh, but I do think he, <laughs> to me, that was like, okay, dad. Yeah. I can see what you did there. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's true, but it was a good choice.
1: Yeah. No, oh, I mean, he's great in the movie and he, um, I love how um un what's the word I'm looking for unpretentious his portrayal is he does not try mm-hmm. to look great he does not try, it.
0: yeah
1: uh, to romanticize his his look or how he speaks or you know he's not always the right noble good character which you know for the dad had to have been in in certain instances I imagine rather difficult um but but yeah
0: right yeah that's that's a good point point. and everybody everybody was really likable besides like good acting chops they were just like likable people yeah except for Yolanda like again the actress took me out of the action and she but was-
1: even her I know what you're saying but she comes you can almost look at her acting and go there's somebody who's emotionally and psychologically unwell Mm-mm. That yeah. that that bad acting may not have been so much bad acting in the sense of a bad actress, but a person who is trying to act like they were bad at acting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I get
1: you. Like somebody who is desperately trying to convince everyone around them that they're good and okay. But if anyone would stop and just like squint, they They would see that she's not and the the film even showed that they're like oh well the minute we looked at her accounts no not so good the minute we looked at her background oh not so good um yeah
0: (laughs) oh it's so awful let's see again here i here i am again having the the pain in my stomach and the sadness it's so it's so palpable and they they do just a great job constructing it so I'm an ending that is the on fleek though I agree with you Judy and I would say both of them tie for me but anyway
1: Lip-sync was a wise move there as well Jennifer Lopez is a good vocalist but they were smart to have Selena be Selena's
0: I didn't you know what I don't I don't know that I even pay attention to that did I and now I'm trying to remember did she not sing at all
1: she does not That that's Selena's voice in all the songs
0: maybe maybe it's because i saw selena i don't know but and i mean J-Lo i mean they do a good a
1: job there, there's no doubt about it but i i watched it and as i listened to it i'm like that does not sound like j-lo so either j-lo is doing a really great selena impression or mm-hmm. and so i i looked it up yeah on the
0: well there you go anything for selena's <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we would do. Oh yeah, yeah, we got a rate. Sorry,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Producer's like rate, rate, rate.
1: Somehow, so, cuts. Okay. Out of uh, ten platinum records. All
0: right, we did that for uh the men. Well, for equal, equalness. Well, I thought
1: we did mics for the men.
0: No, we did we did platinum records. I said affairs, and then I said oh, drug overdoses or something like that. Wow! And, you and then you said, and then I said, well, gold records, and then you said platinum records. That was
1: <laughs> I'm consistent.
0: That's, that's a conversation. <laughs> okay, so platinum records out of ten platinum records. Ooh, I would tell you I did not love respect, and we can talk about this in the bonus.
1: So yeah, those, we'll have
0: to. Those ones pull down for me for sure. The other two are oh, solid nine ten, so, but those ones are like in the five territory. I'm gonna we're give gonna say six, overall a seven? Six, seven seven six six, seven, six and a half. And we'll do six and, and a half. half. We'll say six and a half, and we'll agree. There we go. Yay! Okay, <laughs> agree. Six and a half platinum records. That little half record is a baby. Baby. <laughs> 45 records. Played through that record and broke it.